and Brad, the two most famous physical therapists on the internet. Welcome, my friends, to the Bob and Brad podcast, produced by Bob and Brad, the two most famous physical therapists on the internet. And your opinion, of course. And our opinion, exactly right, Chris. I'm Brad, and I'm one half, exactly one half of the Bob and Brad team. And we are fortunate enough to have Chris the pharmacist join us today. And we're going to talk about uh, do muscle relaxers stop pain and how do they work and answers to common questions and concerns. And Chris does an excellent job of talking and giving you good layman's explanations. Uh, these are questions that you, when you leave the doctor or the pharmacist, you'd say, geez, I wish I would have asked this question or that question about the medication. So Chris gets 30 seconds per customer, right? <laughs> or roughly, because there's a seems, big line. Oh, well, yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, and we're going to take much longer than that. So this is a really good uh, culmination of information for for you. So, uh, are we ready, Chris? I think we're ready Tanner, to rock and roll. are we ready? Okay. All right. Uh, so, uh, the, uh, the medication is muscle relaxers. Now, that covers a whole... Yeah, there's a whole bridge of, I mean, there's there's several of them that we use. So, I mean... Is it, there anyone that's most common or... Yeah, I'd say probably cyclobenzaprine is probably the most Wait, common. Say that again. Cyclobenzaprine. Pretty... Cyclobenzaprine. Benzlitrine, yeah. They always have these big words on there. We don't get out of school till we say each name five times fast. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you got to rattle it off. Otherwise, sure. they don't give you your degree. Yep, I understand. <laughs> I just want to make sure that the listeners, uh, you know, get a hold of it. Yep. Um, so that's one of the more popular, that's, yeah, I would more say that's, common ones. Yeah, it's one of the more common ones that I see. Yeah, I mean, you're going to see methylcarbamol, metaxalone, uh, you know, you'll see tizanidine, you'll see baclofen. Some cases you'll see uh, diazepam, actually. So there's a lot of different reasons why they'll prescribe different ones. The one that we, you know, carisoprodol, we can talk about that because that's addictive. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll make a side note on that one. Cover this. So uh, let's go back to muscle relaxers. Uh, and it's like the title says, do they stop pain? So what's the most commonly uh, prescribed reason for a muscle relaxer? Yeah, well, I mean, the, the general term is going to be a muscle spasm. And so this, you know, we're walking right into the, the hallmark of your arena, I think. And, and so when people come in, it can be for a variety of different reasons. So let's say you have a patient that's suffering from fibromyalgia and they have real tight, painful muscles. Sure. It could be just a back strain, a neck strain. Maybe they were in a car accident, uh, weekend warrior project, you know. Yeah. I mean, so there's a lot of reasons why our muscles go into a spasm or very tight. And, and then when they go in that tight spasm, pain is it hurts. associated it's with it. It's a bad it. day. I mean, it can, it can screw up your posture. I mean, you can't stand up straight maybe right. if you have something. Like, I, I mean, personally, I've had, you know, problems with L4 and L5 in my spine. Mm -hmm. And I've had points where I, you know, I've, C for Chris, and I also look like the letter C because it was hunched over like a, you know, a little little. That's not funny, but you, no, you did a good job. <laughs> but I mean, it, 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 it can hurt quite a bit. And so, you know, you, it's always, it's going to be ER urgent care visit in a lot of cases. You mm. usually aren't going to have time to, I'd like to schedule an appointment with Dr. Smith today. I'm really in a lot right. of pain. Uh, you, you know, you're, you're going to go in. It's going to be an urgent situation. Yeah. And, you know, interestingly, the mainstays, and a lot of people will try Tylenol or ibuprofen or Aleve because those are kind of the mainstays of therapy. At first, the cause, yeah, because they help with the pain. And the first thing that people, gosh, I'm in just, they're uncomfortable. And you can, when they come in to see me, they're having trouble walking back to the pharmacy. They're, you know, maybe yeah. not real comfortable Life at the counter. So you can see that it's definitely affecting them. And so what. Well, I, I just want to, don't uh, skip the point of, 
why do these muscles, we have an injury, why do they contract and spasm and cause more pain? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's a whole complex complicated events that go on to lead to that point. I mean, really, in a lot of cases, spasming really is kind of trying to act as a protective mechanism. Your body recognized something wasn't right, so they're trying to correct it. So it's, it's actually, and I knew this, but I still want to make oh, sure yeah, that yeah. the viewers the viewers understand the muscles are contracting around the injury to splint it yep. to keep it from moving and protect it. Uh, but they over spasm. And once the muscle contracts that tight for so long, it, it becomes very painful because exactly. we get the lactic acid exactly. buildup. We don't have circulation and it, it's a compounding yeah, thing. Yeah, and it, and it is. And like you say, it's kind of like that proverbial snowball rolling downhill. Yeah. The problem, it might be, you know, it's kind of funny. Sometimes these injuries, you know, get it's kind of mild and all of a sudden it's like, ooh. And then later all of a sudden you kind of cool off and you're like, oh, this is not good. Sure, yep. And and so they go in and they see the doctor and, and interesting, so they come in and we'll just we'll just pick on cyclobenzaprine for starters. Sure. And we'll just take that one. And so they'll come and see me and you know, usually it's dosed as a five or a 10 milligram tablet. Sure. Um, and usually anywhere from, it can be dosed up to three times a day, most commonly because the biggest side effect of these things is sedation. And that's probably why it works. I mean, when these muscles are really tight and, and, and hammered on like that, where they just don't want to relax, basically it's not fully understood by any one of the muscle relaxants that we prescribe, but we just know that it works in a central, so it works on the spinal system. It works centrally. Except okay. for the one that's called dantrolene, which is the only peripheral one other than like Botox, but we aren't going to talk about those. Yeah. Um, but they kind of help to just relax that the whole central nervous system. It kind of calms down all that conduction velocity with the nerve, all the fancy stuff that kind of goes on. So and in just, other words, it's telling the muscle to relax, but it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't just tell the tight muscles to relax. It, kind it of relaxes to... all skeletal muscle. Okay. So I mean, so let's say you got a back problem. I mean, you could, and that's one of the problems, especially as we age too, sure. that these effects can be much compounded and there's this fancy drug list called the beers list, which are drugs that we would call inappropriate for people over the age of 65. Beers? Be beers, like just like we're drinking beers, okay. but the beers list. It's named after a physician. So you can go online and find this? Yeah, you really can. And actually, it's a very important uh, topic for pharmacists because we deal with this quite a bit. Sure. Because we, you know, we know the age of everybody that's coming in. So we're going to say, oh, you got cyclobenzaprine, Mrs. Smith, and I see you're 68 years old. You need to be very cautious with with this because it's going to make you very tired. Okay. Now, a lot of times doctors recognize fully that these drugs are on the beers list, but there really aren't a lot of other choices. I mean, okay. so they kind of, so they'll go with a lower dose. And then what we do as pharmacists, hey, you need to be careful with driving. You should not be driving. You should not be drinking alcohol with these products. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to know exactly how you're going to respond. Um, I wouldn't be planning on doing, you know, extra heavy yard work because you may not have total control of your muscles because they're more relaxed. So you might perceive some sure. weakness. So these are things that can all occur across the board. And any one of these muscle relaxants will cause all of those sides. So let's say I talk about metaxalone. I talk about methylcarbonate. I talk about diazepam, tizanidine, baclofen. They all have this side effect okay. profile. So it's not just one. And so when I speak to them, it's going to be a very generalized set of terms. Be careful because right. this is going to make you tired. And, and as a physical therapist, I cannot tell you how many times I've had patients come in. They've seen the doctor. The doctor prescribes a muscle relaxants oftentimes for back spasms. Uh, and that's their biggest complaint. They, I'm getting so tired. I, I yep. just can't function. Uh, and then as a therapist, I'm thinking, well... Did you try a cold pack? Did you try positioning? Uh, and I don't ask them that. I'm thinking that. Yep. Uh, so it's possible. And I think, I don't know if it's very possible, but there's good odds that there are 
options that a physical therapist could help you with. For example, cold pack with proper positioning of the body to reduce low back pain and back exactly. spasms can be very effective. And then you may not need the muscle relaxer. And that's, you know, and really, I think that's the point that we need to touch on that's really important for everybody out there that uses these things is, you know, a lot of times I see people because they come in an acute situation. You know, I think doctors are just trying to treat the pain and move them on because they're in such a busy situation. Sure. I think, you know, and I, I oftentimes at the consult and say, hey, if this doesn't seem to solve your problem in a couple of days, I would really ask your doctor about getting set up with physical therapy because they can recondition those muscles. They can get you back on your feet much faster than just relying on the drug alone. I mean, the studies do suggest that with or without treatment, the muscle will go back on its own. But the reality of it is, is you got pain, you got discomfort. People have busy lives. They don't have sure. time to be down. Right, so right. we give them these products to help them to get on their feet more right. quickly. But at the same time, probably the fastest mechanism to get back to better is seeing you, seeing a physical therapist sure. to actually right. help to recondition that muscle and right. get it back I mean, to a, its natural state. That's in our wheelhouse. We All the modalities, the options, the way to treat it without medications, that's what we do. And that's uh, what's so, best, Yeah, and frankly. The, the doctors really don't always have the time. And like you no. said, they may have 15 minutes and they may have you know, or less. 10 more patients waiting for them. Uh, and the people want relief now. Yep. And, so. and they do. And they're very good at judging what they need. And it's again, it's a triaged position. They come from a point of, well, I've got this bad person, this bad back or bad neck, or they're in a car, you know, whatever. Mm. But they're going to do something that they can to help them to be more comfortable right. and then let everything else settle out. Sure. And it's not because they don't want to take the time to, yeah, we could get you set up with Bob and Brad or if you're a physical therapist sure. of choice. And, you know, it's something that a lot of times in passing they'll tell you, but sometimes they don't. And so I always mention it. And I also mention your actually your website, too, because you guys have such excellent do-it-yourself versions that certainly can give people Our some acute help. Yeah. goes directly into I mean, different I use it aspects. as part of my consult with all my patients sure. because I think for rea the reality of it is, is that I think physical therapy is going to do more than a drug ever will. A drug is a Band-Aid. And, you know, it's you know, the one thing that we see and what I find very interesting and somewhat alarming is that muscle relaxants by very their virtue should only be used for up to two to three weeks at a time okay 44 percent of people that get prescribed a muscle relaxant are using it over a year you mean as a result of an acute injury a back strain yeah. a injury from an uh, accident exactly and so they're you so they do they adapt to it or they just become I, you do adapt to it i mean it's just it, it, a tolerance develops to the side effects and so i mean our bodies are freakishly adaptable mm -hmm. to just about any kind of sure. substance really which is bizarre but it's just something we do we just kind of keep moving on yeah the human body is is amazing it is and but the thing is is that you know why would we put ourselves at adverse risk for side effects long term. I mean, I think the, the, I think the real message here is if you're not better and I, I always tell people five to seven days, sure. but I, you know, realistically by medical guides, it's, it's two to three weeks. Right. If they're not better, they really should be consulting sure. physical therapy yeah. sources because really we need to get those muscles healed. So, I mean, we want you all back in the game. We don't want, or if you're not in the game, I mean, if you just want you feeling better, right. so you can go take a walk, walk the dog, play with your grandkids, sure. what have you, your yeah. children. I mean, anybody yeah. can get hurt at any age right so you know i really think and, and for people out there if you are going to see your doctor again and maybe you are taking muscle relaxants right now you're having the side effects that what we've mentioned and you want to get therapy well don't be shy to either call your doctor a lot of times you can just call the doctor talk to the doctor's nurse and say i'm interested in physical therapy can i get a script for it and they're happy to do yep, so they'll do the consult sometimes they're not but it never hurts to ask. A lot of doctors, you know, say, "Why? 
I'll do it, you know. Yeah. And the therapists oh, yeah. are happy to work with you. And then you can get off of those, and then you learn how to manage it uh, with therapy means. Exactly. Which you can do independently at home. Yeah, you can correct the problem so that it doesn't happen again. Right. And right. a lot of it's just simple, you know, imbalances. I mean, it's it just you guys do such, right. you know, there's always that ba- that balance, there's the antithesis, you know, the pull and the push. Yeah, <laughs> so. right, yep. And, you know, postural problems, back, low back pain, oftentimes I find people are sitting with poor posture and they're causing it, and uh, it can be a simple fix. Uh, not always. No. Uh, back pain can no. be a, a tough one, but uh, still, you know, we want to get the, uh, you know, get things going in the oh, right yeah. direction. Yeah, because there's a lot of things, too, that, you know, like things like fibromyalgia. That's chronic. That's right. forever. Mm-hmm. We don't have a cure for that. And so, these people will need to use muscle relaxants long-term. So I want to be very clear on that subject at least because there are certain reasons. I mean, you have maybe a brain injury. You maybe have, you know, something like cerebral palsy where we need to take these long-term, you know, and there may be some different muscle relaxants and things that they do, but they're coupled with therapy in a lot of cases all the time too, to try and help to give them the relief that they need. So, And and those people typically are working with a doctor long-term as well. No, they are long-term. They are lifers really from that standpoint. So unfortunately they haven't got that figured out yet. Yep. uh, I wish we did. Baclofen and baclofen pumps. And that's actually enough information for for that we can save that for another oh video yeah we could possibly. we could actually do the back one one uh standalone because that's sure. an actually a pretty yeah. fascinating drug uh so i don't is there anything else that you want to cover over i think we've covered the i think the, the big thing is drowsiness i mean the principle behind these drugs is it makes you tired and helps to relax the muscle and yeah. that's what's going to hopefully help it to relax so that you can begin the healing process but again i think the takeaway is is that you know don't suffer don't wait too long to get care. I mean, if you got the opportunity to see a physical therapist, I encourage that very highly yeah. from, from the get, just simply because I think that's going to be the fastest way to actively recover, actively heal, and get you back in the game. Right. All right. Thank you very much, Chris. You're and, welcome. And uh, good job back there, Tanner. And, uh, you know, I'm very happy to, I'm happy to be alive. There you go. It's a good time to be alive. <laughs>